What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. What up, what up? It's Charles or Chuck. And unfortunately, Haz is feeling a little sick. And Pink, fortunately, is in the living room with the fam. So wishing the best of luck to Pink. So we are going to bring our producer on for this episode. What up, Chris? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Long time listener, big time fan. (laughs) (laughs) Love this show. This is the first time reveal, right? What's that? This is the first time reveals to the viewers, I think. Yeah, as far as who's behind here, uh, you may have randomly seen me on like uh, on random things. Like I feel like when when Tweaks has been like at a Platinum Star or something, if I've been on like commentary, just like I said, very randomly, because like I don't really commentate. I kind of do a little bit of everything as far as Smash goes, like behind the scenes, I guess. But yeah, mm. nice, happy to be here. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So before we get into all the different topics we got cooking for you guys this week, just going to chill out real quick. If you guys enjoy the content, make sure to support us. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Follow us if you're on Spotify. Hit the like button. And of course, if you want to support us even more, check out our Patreon where we have a bunch of bonus content. We're actually going to be recording a bonus segment today, answering one of the questions from our patrons uh, talking about how to deal with frustration within the game of ultimate and you know that that's a very deep question so it's gonna be a pretty fun topic and i mean i think for the most part it all of us it, it's pretty hard to deal with frustration in general so i'm just gonna say that <laughs> so yeah uh, i guess we can just get right into the tournaments though right so there was a ton of tournaments this yes. week we got momocon we got combo breaker and then there was also what was the last one gateway legends gateway legends one, yeah. yes yeah so I guess we can start with Momocon. I was there commentating that tournament along with Haz, and Light was able to take that first place. I, I I don't think that was too much of a surprise, just because Light versus Sonics, like Light has such a great set count on him. But he, Sonics was, was able to take Light with the first seed as well. So yes, so that was really fun to watch. Yeah, Sonics <laughs> um, ended up taking his first set off of Light in winners, mm-hmm. and I feel like that really woke Light up. Like he. I think he only dropped like one game or something after going to losers. Um, Aaron also got fourth place with Diddy. Shouts to Aaron. We talked a lot throughout the weekend, talking about matchups and exchanging notes and everything. So shouts to you, Aaron. I know you really wanted top eight, so top four is even better. Um, shouts to Light. Um, he was pretty motivated after Battle of BC to like get back to the grind, and this is definitely a really good start. Shouts to Sonics getting his first W over Light and getting second place at the event. DD get getting uh, third place, got top eight last time, doing even better this time. Um, yeah, pretty interesting event. Yeah, yeah, you competed last year at Momocon, I believe you yeah. got fourth place, and that was the the cool thing about that tournament last year was the introduction to your Sephiroth. That's when you started bringing out Sephiroth a lot more in tournament. So that was really cool to see. Chunky Kong got. I was top about to eight. say that's an important one. DK yeah, getting that, top eight. That's your boy, dude. <laughs> DK? Yeah. You see the last edge guard? He body blocked Cosmos to gra- from grabbing the ledge. Like, he could have just ran off Nared or done anything else, but the fact that he used Donkey Kong's big, big body to use the unit collision offstage was pretty crazy. Chunky Kong's play is very, like, sound as someone who's experienced with DK. Like, he uses, like, mm-hmm. pretty much anything he can. He's so great with down B. He knows his percents. He's so great with like the stage counter picks. Like he, he knows everything he needs to know, like specifics. Like he gets all the two frames with the F tilt. Um, he does up B at a disadvantage if he has to, to get creative and do something quick, but like, you know, vulnerable. Um, yeah. Getting top eight with DK is, is really cool. Um, like 
specifically i feel like chunky kong is, is so great showing off like all the buffs dk got towards the end of the patches yes um, so that i really enjoy great. watching pretty much every set he's he's played over the last year or two I mean, um i'm sorry i was just gonna say if you're using donkey kong you're always at such a severe disadvantage so whenever you see someone at like a top level donkey kong you yes. obviously understand this game on a certain level where you just i don't know you're good at like I guess different options, right? Like option select, like you just kind of get creative because you have to get used yeah. to one getting out of getting comboed to hell or, you know, how do you get ahead? Like that's why you see so much cheese, but it's really just how he has to play the game. So yeah. I, I feel like it, this reminds me a lot of all our, one of our most popular bits on the show, which is talking about the heavy lifestyle. It literally requires like a, a different part of your smash brain, which is like pretty much what you're getting at. Like, so I feel like that's why a heavy is so appreciated at top level because like it's really just something different and when they're playing well like you know like dk like as cheesy as he can be i never associated him with that i associate him with fundamentals like 90 percent of the time using a lot of a walking a lot of tilts like knowing a lot of specific windows and percents like it's kind of like playing this strange like you know you're kind of like a sword character with your long limbs or like um you know walking a lot and like making sure you're not like exploding yourself with your own big body and like running into trouble and everything so he's really like he can really be like a boiled down to such a beautiful like science to me if you play so much dk and there's a couple other heavies that i feel that passionate about but dk is a special one so it's really cool to see him do well Yeah, obviously you've uh, you're one of, if not the best Donkey Kong in Smash Four, right? So, uh, I I think there's definitely a special place in your heart for that character. Yeah. And for me, when I watch Chunky, I I agree with Gavin that it's it's so fundamental. Like watch watch Chunky Kong play and watch how grounded he is. Watch how disciplined yeah. he is because he knows that once he gets hit, it's pretty much Jover, right? Like you're gonna take yeah. so much damage. You're gonna you're gonna be in disadvantage. Take it off the ledge. Right. It, it's so tough. So you have to be disciplined. And even just watching him play, like getting a W on Cosmos against Aegis and Joker, that's so hard to do. And then on top of that, uh, taking a game off Wrath. And I thought that game was gonna go to game five. And I think even on Twitter, I don't know if it was Chunky Kong or other Donkey Kong players, but I think it was a Chunky Kong tweet saying that offline he thinks the matchups even, which is like wild for me no. to comprehend uh i don't know if i can agree with that but obviously he has way more experience with donkey kong knows way more about the character than i do so i will say that down b stopping spin dash and spin yeah. charge is a it, it got buffed it has a lot less end lag so right so you could potentially combo off of it maybe frame trap off of it right so yeah. that is a very key thing because there's a lot of characters that can't take sonic out of spin dash or spin charge or beat sonic out of that and he would even like on reaction down tilt clank with it too so I was very impressed with how Chunky was playing the matchup. I don't know if it's even, um, but Chunky Kong at, at the very least made it doable. Yeah, and he was getting like killing Wrath with a grab at like fifty percent with range. Like it was pretty ridiculous on PS2. Yeah. So very entertaining to watch. Yeah, my final thing on DK really is kind of connecting to what you're talking about, like his grounded neutral discipline, like because you have to play like the disadvantage is so severe, and it's. The same thing with like managing your shield because your shield is going to get bullied a lot. You're a big target, but you also don't have strong out of shield options. But a lot of your win conditions can be done out of shield. Like if you can manage to get a grab, so you're kind of like figuring out the whole game, like what you can grab, what you can't. Um, you know, you have the super armor up B out of shield that can like got that got buffed as well, so it's way stronger. 
and you have like a decent rising area out of shield, but it's not going to hit anyone on the ground. Um, so managing your, your wind conditions around like playing really disciplined and walking and managing your shield because your shield's going to be getting, getting hit a lot, but you're not going to be punishing them for it most of the time. So, um, really like DK is such a cool character. And, um, like I said, I, I feel like there's a general surface level like outlook on him where he's just a stupid like brainless just cheese lord it's slander but honestly it's 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 quite the opposite if you really get to know the character and play him like you know if you land the crazy stuff like cool but most of the time it's not going to be that simple and it it kind of boils down to like other win conditions but um especially at top level i feel like at maybe like mid or lower level DK could be degenerate. No one's going to be dash attack forward airing. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no one's getting hit by that forward air or whatever at top level. Like, But there's weird resets that can kind of, you can kind of knowledge check people with DK, right? Like you get like a cargo throw, you hit them with one aerial, then they press a button and you down air them back into a grab. Like that's the kind of thing that's more likely to happen. But even then, like um, it's kind of like a, you cash out like once a stock in a best of three or best of five. And you, you really got to manage your, your decision making yeah mobile cop was cool um i watched a lot especially because i was uh you know wanted to see how light did i I wanted to see aaron do well chunky kong was like a pleasant surprise um web jp was also a pleasant surprise too i'm I'm always a fan of sheik getting into any of these top eights so stress the web jp oh yeah on the sheik yeah he's always improving as well um and then there's gateway legends which I was also watching for similar reasons, but I was watching because I wanted to see Peebnut, like any Peebnut match I could because I've been playing Mega Man lately. Oh, you're, we're um, going to get into the Mega Man lore soon. Yeah, and I, I, I've been chatting with Peebnut like every day about like improving with the character and stuff. So I wanted to watch any match of, of his that I could, and that was cool. And my girlfriend's also just a, a big fan of uh mega man as a character so we're just watching we're just like popping off at every little thing just because like oh you should be doing that more like how does he do this how does he do that so it was a lot of fun uh watching i mainly watch those two tournaments um for my own personal reasons but also to stay up to date for this recording today so yeah and uh luis was able to take first place congrats to luis followed paulatana getting a w is like a very rare thing yeah that's pretty cool you haven't seen it's that since, like, some of the community yeah. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a little bit of time. Yeah. But if you're holding it, honestly, the way you hold it down with, with Palutena is very impressive because there's been nothing really advancing with that character other than just getting better. Yeah. Right? I mean, right, whereas right. there's other characters where just the meta grows and people just get better. Or, uh, in addition to people getting better, in addition to just learning more, like, more things. And Palutena yeah. is just like very, like, if you're good at the game, you can, she's got the tools. Yeah. Use them how you will. You're not going to catch anyone off guard is the mm-hmm. hardest thing, exactly. right? Yeah. I like to call them uh, toolbox top tiers. And yeah. I feel like Wolf kind of falls into that category, but then I also think Wolf has a bit of a higher ceiling than Palu just because there's... And now the ceiling is like... They branch Almost off not yeah. realistic because you have to do these like frame one to two links with specific drifts and stuff like that with Wolf to really optimize the character, which is like... It's possible, but are you going to do that in tournament kind of thing? Like, probably not, right? And so it, it is really cool to see some of these characters that have already reached their ceiling, but we're still seeing players just using their own growth to push wins with these characters, right? Instead of like, oh, okay, this, this character is elevating higher and higher and higher along with my skill. 
I kind of like the the commitment to just using the character, really. Like, I think sometimes you get stuck in the comfort of just using the same character, and so you kind of just have out your career. But like seeing Louis mm-hmm. Money actually like win a tournament, and like yeah, like like I said, like this is in twenty nineteen. It's been four years since this game's been out, and like I don't know, that was a early pick like really popular and got the results and then drifted away so like if you could bring that back like kind of like full circle that's like that uncertainty that you were talking about with like playing a character for so long is like one of the hardest things you can do i think as a top level competitor in ultimate like really digging deep and questioning your character choices or is it or your own gameplay or and you know i struggle with this every tournament i talk about this with other top players pretty much every tournament like you know do i change this do i change this character blah 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 like so i know how it feels to like struggle at a tournament and then like try to decide what's next you know i think of like mutace with peach or like luis with palutena in this specific instance and like so that relief of winning a big tournament like okay like this was worth it like you know i didn't do something quote unquote wrong you know what i mean that feels really good, like when, especially when it's a character you've been sticking with for so long. So shouts to Luis and AK got second with um, Snake, which is kind of more along the the realm of what I was watching with like Mega Man and whatnot. He's another like character of that archetype, and AK is just like such a household name. We say this on every tournament recap. I feel like where he's in top eight or even better. He's even won a couple pretty big tournaments. So. That's another character that always catches my eye that I've never really stuck to, but I, I think uh, I'm going to go with Mega Man instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're definitely going to talk about yeah, Mega Man once we get yeah. done with all the tournaments and then we got some yeah, other yeah, tournaments yeah. too. But I, I'm very interested to get into that because that's all you were talking about on that damn boat on Battle of BC. <laughs> talking about Mega Man and all that stuff. But it, it's it, it's a I think it's an interesting topic because especially when you're seeing other players have success, right? Where it's like, okay, well, Tweak used to be one of, if not the best cloud in Smash 4, right? So like, why can't he replicate that here? Spargo, there's another one of his peers that is also just replicating practically solo cloud, except for like maybe two or three matchups. Now Spargo considered the best in the world with cloud, right? And it's like, oh, well, I used to be able to play this character, but I'm just not vibing with them or I just not clicking right now, right? And even for Luis, like we said, sticking out with Palutena, he used to have a like pocket fox or used to co-main with fox. Uh, we, we used to see it come out a lot more pre-quarantine. But even seeing the success with light, but seeing Luis sticking sticking it out with the Palutena, right? And stuff like that. So seeing a lot of tough Luis, decisions. You're right. There's so many tough decisions as a player, right? And, and he's you, had a lot of characters, no? Like, hasn't he like, played a lot of Rob, yeah. and Resident like, Evil later? All right, brother. It's, it's a hard choice, right? Especially if... You got Rob on the table. Rob, a character that's been relevant and is successful no matter what era in Smash Ultimate you go to, right? So there's so many tough choices, and we're kind of getting into the part of Ultimate where it's a lot harder to switch characters, right? And I think Tweak can specifically talk about this topic because the first, like, year or two, I mean, Tweak was – he won – a tournament with Roy in Grand Finals specifically um, as a counterpick and almost felt like you could counterpick on the fly in the middle of a tournament where you like maybe played the character for a couple hours or something like that, right? But nowadays, it feels like players have to really, really commit to some of these characters for long periods of time to find success with them because we're kind of getting into the late game, right? Yeah. it's That's also a tough decision. And we've talked about that before with like over quarantine where 
it, it was the best opportunity for me specifically to give Diddy a shot. And it's honestly like my favorite moment of, of ultimate. And I had some of the most fun cause you know, in the early ultimate, I had so many frustrations with the game, but I was going to a tournament the next week. So I didn't really have a chance to make a decision. So I would just go back to, you know, Wario or Wolf, like what, what was, you know, getting me success before. So yeah, uh, it is, it is definitely risky to, to switch characters. And I think it makes it even harder for some of these players because some of these players have been doing the same thing for two games straight. And sometimes that pays off. And sometimes you second guess like your, the route you chose. So it's, it can be pretty existential. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good topic in itself. Actually, the way you said it too, is like, it's the reality though, especially for smash four vets. That's tough, man. You just select a character and, Again, the comfort gets you. You just you get cozy up, and then yeah. get all tilted. Of all, you know, you tilt all the way to sleep as you lose sets and money. Shouts to Mute. Shouts to Mute. Mute is like super good. Like you know what I mean? I think any. Yeah. I personally, I think any issues that Mute might be having right now is, is probably like more of a mental. Like because you could see it in the gameplay is obviously super good. So yeah. it's like at any moment. And we kind of talked, I don't know if this is a good segue for Mega Man, but like we talked about creativity and characters that you have, right? So it's like kind of, that's like a vibe character. So like if you're having a good day or like you're feeling it, you just get like the right things, even like Peach, especially the literal RNG, like you just pick up a bomb and like, guess it's my day. Like, you know, so it's like that stuff, you know, and then there's like the in-between stuff in between the Z drops, just creativity, just to mix things up. So it's tough. You need to someone I've had the conversation with about like, what are we doing? We should be playing these easier characters. Look at all the success these people are having. But by the end of the weekend, we come back to the same decision where we're like, screw this. Like we've always done things our way. Like we're going to do what we want to do and it's, we're going to stick with it. So yeah, shout shouts to uh, anyone that's had character struggles out there uh, and sticks with it or, or had the confidence to make a switch. Cause that's not easy either. That's yeah. actually, I think, one of the toughest ones. I've yeah. even seen that. Like, I, I know we kind of glossed over really quick. We brought up WebJP, but I kind of thought about this as it got brought yeah. up because he's got results now, and he's using, uh, he's using Sheik now, like pretty exclusively. Yeah. WebJP yeah. went from being like a Lucas main <laughs> and like doing all of the Lucas stuff, like so impressive. He's like, "Wow, you ever drop this character? Like, you're the go. Yeah. Like, you're incredible. Yeah. Like, you watch it and it shows, and then you see like, uh, you know, then he went to ZSS." And you're like, oh, I don't know, man. But then, like, he's getting the results. Each tournament getting better. Like, all right, I could see it. I could see it. And then again, switches to another Sheik, switch, yeah. Which you would think is like the opposite direction you'd go after playing like ZSS for a bit. But like, that's the the case in point though. Is like he realized Lucas was sort of like probably a limiter for him. Like had some kind of cap, and then said, I can't deal with this, even though I'm really good. And then like now he's getting results with like two, three characters later, like. It's yeah. possible, but it's not for the weak of stomach. Like you gotta be willing to, to grind. Cause like, yeah, I can tell you yeah. WebJP at least in his case, like the dude just grinds. I mean, even like, looking at Momocon with Light winning, right? Yeah, like Light had his thoughts on like just last week. He was saying, "I would be the best wolf in the world, world, bro. What am I doing? Like, but I just can't stop playing Fox. Blah blah blah." And like, he is the definition of one character and he just shows up and plays that character to it's pretty much peak fox like when he's playing well so it's a very large gap between light and other foxes and the the impressive thing about light and most other players in this upper echelon 
is they have to figure it out themselves, right? Where it's like, yeah. even you think year one, year two of Ultimate, uh, a lot of people didn't think too highly of Fox. Obviously, the game was a lot different back then. Yeah. We didn't really figure, we didn't ha- like have a lot of things figured out, but Light and all the other Fox players had figured things out like, oh, okay, it's not about tilt combos like it was in Smash 4. It's 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 pretty much about platform tech chase. It's, it's all about tech chasing, right? <laughs> Put them on a platform, tech chase them there. Put them on the ground, tech chase them there. And that's where you get these like, 50 to 80% strings because you're lining up up air combos, which are essentially the backbone of Fox, right? Utilizing forward air obviously get, did get buffed. So that was one of the main intentions and stuff like that. But just figuring out how to recover with the character and if the character is worth investing. Cause I think that's the, that was the big thing in the beginning of ultimate, right? It's like, okay, crap. Like we're all trying to figure out this game, but which characters bang for my buck in terms of like time investment, right? Cause even web web JP, when you think about it, Lucas, can be really crazy and technical, and but what's the return, right? If you do the uh, the Zare cancel, it's like three damage. Do it across the whole stage, it's like X amount of like X amount of frame tight inputs for ten damage or fifteen damage. You get a corner carry, but then there's other characters where when you do technical shit, obviously I would bring up the biggest glaring uh, character that takes the most advantage of this. You look at Steve, and this this character on hit, you do some frame tight stuff, boom, zero to death. Like, bada bing, right? So there's definitely different returns when it comes to time investment. And you also got to think about just the strength of the character in like neutral and just in the general metagame as well. And all of these things are going on in your brain and you still want to have fun playing the game and you still want to have that motivation too. And I think for Gavin picking Mega Man, even though on paper, and, I, and I've, I've always give Gavin like my on paper... Um, perspective of the game and whether as long as gavin knows the on paper perspective and then he can like from their pick okay well i kind of don't want to do that but i'd rather do this for like the motivation or i think this is cooler or i think i'll play the game more like this and that that's fine right you can you can you can have your character picks however much you want and it doesn't have to you you want a different perspectives you don't necessarily want someone telling you what characters to pick but you just get a bunch of different perspectives and then you get all of that information and you make a decision yeah i i I think the narrative for this week is like you know because we also had the buzz winning combo breaker without losing a single game and you know we look at like some of the first place finishers from this weekend light luis uh the buzz you know they've been playing for a while, and they've like they've been playing across two Smash games at least. Like the Buzz playing even more, um, like the hills and valleys that come with like character choices and competing and all the different matchups and the meta game and the different games themselves. And I'm sure this is quite the confidence booster for all three of them. Um, you know, sticking to things they've been practicing for the last few years and actually you know getting a tournament W, especially because like you know. Not any of these tournaments were like, you know, a Genesis or SmashCon level tournament, but they were all fairly large. So they were spread out across a few tournaments. I'm sure this is like a pretty big confidence booster for these guys going into, you know, the upcoming like major tournaments. Well, especially like you think about DeBuzz, especially who's kind of just recent, like had, I guess we'll call it a slump just for the sake of the English vocabulary. But like... You, you know, he went to Japan. I don't think yeah. he went there in a good mindset in terms of... He I, came think out. I remember him saying, like, I'm going to do yeah. poorly here. Because, you know, because Japan has all the character specialists and a lot of variety over there. But sure enough, comes out like a, like a brand new man. So kind of to yeah. me, what this shows me is like... 
like you mentioned, basically all of that years of just doing stuff, it doesn't really go away. Like you realistically, you never get worse. That just literally makes zero sense. Like you only get better, but being able to tap into it is different. And I think yeah. oh, that's a mental state, right? So, yeah. you know, again, case in point with the buzz, like, you know, you could slump as much as you want for as long as you want, but you come back and win a tournament, not dropping a game, like whatever. I do this all the time. Fuck to the death. You don't that forget that. Like, that's, that's a loop for him. He's done this before. Like that's like, he was fighting at Kagari yeah. B. And then he goes to combo breaker, doesn't even get scathed. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, just dude's good. Leveled up a lot. I think the buzz yeah. learned a lot in Japan, and I, I think I was, I was also talking to him. Well, me and Has had breakfast with the buzz. Me and Has have breakfast with a lot of people. <laughs> we had breakfast with the buzz, and he was talking about how he learned a bunch of Rosa tech just from like watching the roses or fighting against the roses in Japan. So, and was able to apply it to his gameplay. And the thing about players like the buzz that have incredible fundamentals incredible experience when you sprinkle on even just a little bit of tech that adds just a couple more options in these specific scenarios those players can take it a very very long way because it's not like their base is tech right when i think of players where their base was technical stuff and then they had to learn things afterwards i think of like void right so void was someone who was like crazy on hit was super crazy lab rat had all the tech with chic and smash 4 and then when he traveled or when he moved to california what he had to catch up on was you know the the, the fundamentals the experience last lock last hit scenarios right when to save all your different tricks for what scenarios and all that stuff so really cool to see the buzz with the resurgence and just having an extremely clean tournament at combo breaker man not dropping a single game that is pretty crazy balling, dude that's so cool that's like <laughs> you drop a game like it, there's a whole venue full of people i don't, I don't want to take yeah. a game it's incredible I, yeah, like i was saying like it, it's pretty interesting especially leading up into like you know there's things like gommel coming up there's smash con and it's just cool seeing some of these players have been playing for so long like uh get like a small breakthrough you know and i'm that's exactly what light and i were talking about Battle of BC kind of motivated us, and we were both saying, like, we're going to show up, like, you know, better for, like, you know, where I'm going to crown this weekend, so is he. And we're both kind of just motivating each other for um, the upcoming events. And, you know, because there's so many talented players that are just, you know, either dominating right now or on their way to dominating. So if you want to keep up, you have to be in the right headspace, I feel like. 100%. I actually, I think this, uh, we don't have to go on the tangent, but I think this kind of tangents would just like, uh, just what good mindsets and kind of taking care of yourself does. Cause like, it's, you could really see with you guys, especially like, and when I say you guys, I mean like tweak, you've been playing this game for how many years? And then the other people were talking about playing this game for how many years? Like, yeah. Like, I just think it's a good reminder really that like kind of, it could be anyone's day at anyone at any point. So it's yeah. really easy to get down about results in this game. But when you like kind of understand how many years people have baked into this game for them to just sort of, you know, win a tournament after not really getting results for a while, like it kind of, it's from some perspective, I guess. Yeah. If anything. Yeah, we got Crown coming up as well. That's a mm -hmm. very exciting tournament. And I know you're going, right, Tweak? Yeah. So we got Tweak, we got Spargo, Leo, Light. And I think those are the top four seeds, if I'm not mistaken here. There you go. It's already a fucking yeah, big deal. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's already the, the top the top four North American players, pretty much, yep. going to be there. So, And then there's also some uh, Japanese talent showing up as well. So I'm very excited for this tournament. And yeah. I, I I don't know. Would you say the Mega Man's going to be ready for this tournament? Probably not, right? Like I, I feel like the Mega Man's going to take a little while to prepare 
just because yeah. of how complex the character is it really reminds me of diddy in a sense where but the thing about diddy is you had all of quarantine to prep the character we don't even know if there was a timeline with no covid slash quarantine tweak might have not even committed to diddy just in the just because you were talking about earlier right tweak where it was like oh okay well i just didn't really feel like i had time to prep another tournament you would always look in the past and get your data from the past and be like okay what worked for me the before okay i guess yeah. i'll recycle this top tier <laughs> yeah i'll recycle this top tier or try this again or you know what i mean it, it, i think it was very hard for you to get into a headspace to look into the future of the meta and be like okay what if i sink time into this character that not a lot of people think too highly of but okay we got some buffs going on here for diddy right the recovery helps the bananas transcendent maybe there is something to work with here but it's going to take time to prep yeah well i i i don't think it will be ready and i i that does that usually doesn't stop me from like using these things in tournament anyway because i'm usually all about like the long term um so if if i'm if i'm cornered i might pull it out just for the fans but um yeah, when I'm playing him, it's cool because, you know, he's kind of Diddy Kong adjacent in terms of, like, there's a lot of crazy options and creativity. You know, I'm, I'm kind of finding the strengths and weaknesses and, like, comparing the two characters. Um, not to say I, I didn't pick up Mega Man because he, like, helps Diddy or anything. It's just for fun. Like, I've just always liked the character. And the the, the Mega Man players or, like, my supporters in general have been so, like, supportive of of this decision like peanuts helping me every day when i streamed yesterday after every game they give me a little bit of advice and they're and not only are they giving advice they also seem genuinely like like having a good time watching me play and everything so the the environment has been really really nice um but yeah like you know when i'm playing him i'm like oh he does this better than diddy but he does this a lot worse than diddy and like it's kind of similar but different um Something cool about Mega Man is how he's like an anti-camping camper. <laughs> like he's that type of character. Like if he's fighting like someone like Duck Hunt, it's like, oh, if you want to play that game, I'm gonna play it better. Where Diddy isn't really, it's it's not quite the same. You know, Mega Man's a lot heavier, so I'm always getting, you know, I'm getting so many more chances to learn and play the game, and he has some extra kill power and like stray hits. Um, but I, I feel like his general disadvantage is a lot worse. Like Diddy can fly around and be like really tricky to catch, whereas Mega Man, it's more so like catching him that first time is really hard. But when you catch him, you can really make him pay. Oh, yeah. um, he's that he's that weight, that perfect weight where you just yeah. get comboed like crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he has a lot of options once he he's out of hit stun. But that's how I felt whenever I played against Mega Man myself. Where you know if I was playing Diddy versus Mega Man, it's super annoying. But once I got my hands on him it was like fighting captain falcon or something it's like perfectly uh reasonable to just get a hit and possibly convert it into a stock so i've been learning a lot uh, i'm trying to apply like one or two different things every time i sit down and play um now that i'm streaming it like i have people watching it live so i might be able to adjust things in real time but it can be frustrating too like my brain overheats so much faster than when i'm playing a character i'm used to because playing diddy is like breathing now like even like all the crazy hard stuff, like on a bad day, I can play it. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I'm trying to take it one step at a time, but I'm also such a unreasonable person. Like I want to be the best in the world in five minutes. Like I want to learn everything. So it's also why a character like Mega Man is good for me because 
I'm gonna be learning so many fucking things. <laughs> well, uh, it's never gonna end. I already told you. You've already taken this one step towards. Uh, we we established for the show that Meg Man is in fact a boomer character. So it's like this <laughs> is like sure. this is like the beginning of your retirement arc where you just have this <laughs> character. You're setting you're setting the stage, and I pre- I, I appreciate what you're doing. Keeping <laughs> keeping us us older fans interested. I'm old people not- rejoice. Oh, yeah. I'm always talking about like my favorite characters for the most part are like the brawl newcomers. I know Mega Man isn't one of those, but he's like he's a Smash Four newcomer, and that's like, yeah. That's I like love like Mario, Diddy Kong, yep. Pokemon trainer. Like some of those characters, I feel like have the most charm, and I just think Mega Man like every individual move, like design wise and like 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 animations. Like I just feel perfect. like he's just perfect. He's, like he's, just perfect. It's perfect. Such a handsome <laughs> little guy too. <laughs> well-built dr light knew what he was doing so yeah I, i'll i could harass you another time about when you're gonna play more Mega Man games because I, I just decided now this makes you accountable now that, that i confront yeah. you on this stage don't worry it's already <laughs> been like a, a topic among friends and and just in my own head like i think you'll you like got, them more than you think you gotta like, do it yeah. it took me too long with ff7 with like cloud and stuff and this and is like you're talking like 100 plus hour game to like a two hour game yeah. So it's like I, 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 I well, some of the older ones, yeah, they're really cool. Dude, you could play Mega Man Two. I, I, I I'll, I'll see about that. But I, I, I you could play <laughs> Mega Man Two, and you could theoretically beat that game in like an hour, even on your first go. I bet you could probably beat that game in like. Two we were hours. saying this before it's we started recording that, uh, like for for Chris, like Mega Man being put in Smash, like was a big like changer in terms of how invested he was in Smash and everything. This show and for might me, not it exist. brought me back into Smash. So this show might not exist, Gavin, if if, if Mega Man was never announced. Yeah. If I was not what is happening? Why is this just the Mega Man show? That was that's what started the career in Smash. And I don't know something about that reveal trailer. Like my yes. brain, I don't know what happened. There was like some kind of neuron activation. I was just like, do <laughs> Smash stuff now? Like this is crazy. I have to do this. <laughs> And then that's like when I made Master Hand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the most iconic Smash locals in the history of time from 2GG, Mega Smash Mondays. Yeah, dude. Just, the character just revolves <laughs> around greatness. It really does. So <laughs> it's, it's a great choice for you right now. Like I, we were saying, like just like the most random players, like like Plup was maining Mega Man, and then like that was so cool. Like yeah. Pete from Onmonaguchi, like so, and then you get like freaking Le'Veon Bell from like NFL oh my football god, player. Like, it's just like. That's like the Mega Man is like the roots. He's literally gears of, of he's just in the back bringing things from every avenue into. So he does. That's this whole thing. He takes your powers. It's good. This is a <laughs> this is a positive, good positive. Yeah, ride. I can't believe you haven't yeah. played Mega Man too. That is a. Classic. I I have actually played that one, but I like I haven't like I I like tried it for like a few I'll minutes. Oh, but you didn't beat I'll it. I'll be honest. With I was you. so excited for Mega Man to be in Smash, and they put it on the 3DS shortly after all that stuff. Remember that? Yeah, the all the yes. Yeah. So if you're gonna play again, play Mega Man Six or Mega Man Nine. Just just jump to the best. That in my opinion, that's, sure that's like the culmination. That's a, well, we'll do, that's a topic for another time. But yeah, and I, I'm also always talking about how good I think the character is. So why not try to put my own spin on it? Um, yeah, you do have a lot of faces all the time. Where like. My blessing and curse is like if I'm not like super fully invested in some craziness in Smash, like I'm just gonna burn out so fast. Like I'm just not gonna want to play anymore. So I like giving myself a little spark once in a while, and something like this is definitely good. Um, but it also fun. makes me appreciate Diddy because Diddy is never leaving, and he's like the back of my hand at this point. So 
Um, well, now you just get a free item in hand whenever you want it. You get to do whatever you want with it. So it's like, yeah. what more could you want? I'm 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 definitely carried by things like that. I I I, I can't live without uh, free neutral type of things where I can bully people with my presence. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, metal blade, banana. He's also hard. Like like I said, yeah. like I'm physically exhausted after like playing him a for a few hours too. A whole yeah, lot of like, inputs. Because every move is like so weird and like I just don't understand them and it's so hard to like, like Leaf Shield is like hard to use, like just hard to it's move clunky. around with it and like, and then you can also B reverse it or wave bounce like, like cancel just, it. Yeah, and all the cancels like when I mess up like one cancel like I'm raging like, so <laughs> it's been pretty exhausting but um it's also a lot of fun. Yeah, even bear has like some cool drag down yeah. properties you can do for like strings. You can do drag down yes. bear into like up tilt, reverse up yes. tilt, which is like super cool. And it's so annoying trying to because it's three hit move and you got to land two of the three hits for it to be a true combo. And I just keep messing up where I land the back air and then I up tilt the wrong fucking way because I don't turn around in time. But do you uh, enjoy the challenge of the inputs? I guess is oh is, absolutely yeah. Absolutely. So like I'll just have you know, just one last one last, one last little shill. That's like actual Mega Man games are kind of like that with like your short yeah. hops and and jabbing. So the way he plays the game is pretty true to form. I was saying that too, like before we started, where it's ironic that to dismantle like really good Mega Man. You basically just have to get him to flow chart because then he's literally just yeah. like a boss battle in real time, like how the yeah. games work. And you could that's what you're trying such. to avoid as the player, yes. right? Like I was voicing a lot of frustrations when I was learning the character where it's like I commit to a decision and then if it doesn't work, I start panicking and like scrapping. And it's like I want to get as comfortable with the character where it doesn't feel like I have to do something like that. Um, because he it's not like he's terrible up close, but I don't want to. Like when I'm fighting like Pyramithra, I don't want to feel like I have to rely on, you know, on like just scrapping too much. Like I want to have a really crazy comfortability with the character. So that's what I'm working on. I'll definitely be playing him. Like if I do doubles or something or if I'm playing friendlies, I'll definitely be playing him. I don't know about tournament quite yet because um, Solo Diddy has done me success in the past. So Yeah, definitely not this weekend. I was just looking at the crown roster. You know <laughs> That tournament's too deep, man. This is not the tournament yeah. for a fun character. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you... Send Diddy. This is kind of crazy, dude. Diddy Congo. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, like, what you find in pools of here is probably pretty good, too. So it's just, like, that's where you have yeah. to be careful. Where if you're in a region and there's enough people traveling to it where you just get... You might get yeah. snuck even with your main, like, low and I can't even... Uh, I can't really afford to, like, do another quarantine thing where... Because there's, there's tournaments actively happening, like, every weekend. Yeah, you don't have that cushion. I can't just hibernate and figure out Mega Man. I'm going to have to, like, space it out and, like, Friendly slowly it's okay. do what I can. Let it do um, but, I, I mean, when it comes down to character decisions in general, like... I talked to so many people and top players and all my peers, Charles, everyone, um, like about like I, I want it to feel worth it when I play a character. And with Diddy, it's always felt worth it, you know. And sometimes it doesn't quite feel like I can do it with just Diddy, but it always feels like he's a great character and he's worth it. And there's so many things to learn. And with Sephiroth, sometimes like once that enters my brain, I feel like I gotta cut it at the source, like. If it feels like this isn't worth it, like if I tell myself that too many times, like it's hard to build that confidence back up. And, you know, with a character like Mega Man, even on a bad day, like, you know, the next day I'll be thinking about a bunch of new things I can do. And it's like, this is what I want it to feel worth it. And it, and it does, you know, and maybe it's just the type of character I, I want to play and be comfortable with. But 
I feel like that's why Seth Ross at least like on a break right now because I don't want to just pick something and then after the fact feel like it's not worth it. Um, and yeah, you know, yeah, that's why I'm giving giving this character lineup a shot and so far so good. So I think that just makes sense from like a character archetype standpoint where I feel like you have to play as rigid as Mega Man could be. I feel like Sephiroth is probably that much more where you literally have to change, not just your whole, like how you're playing, but your whole tempo Mega Man. You could kind of tempo however you want, even though you change how you play, you know? Yeah. So it's like, there's that fluidity within the character. Yeah, I think that makes it a little, with, I think with Mega Man, he feels rigid just cause he's so unique, but one of the conversations I had with Peebnut is the more you play, like the more not only will it be less rigid, like it might even end up being the opposite yes. if you get comfortable enough. Whereas Sephiroth, it's like, there's so much you have to do to avoid being rigid. And it's not like there's like much of a reward to it either. That's <laughs> like, I agree. You know, I think that's it's a lot of empty movement. You're not pressing a lot of buttons. Like and it ends up being hard to put pressure on or taking stocks and like, you know. They're both like mental games, but one <laughs> of them is like uh, you have to be kind of too far ahead with Sephiroth because you're working <laughs> middle on your inputs. Like you have to be like five steps ahead where Mega Man, like you could be like two, and as yeah. long as you have a lead, you're fine. And you it's know? starting to feel like it's not for me because I feel like there's a difference. Like there's so many different kinds of defensive play, and I'm just starting to not be a fan of Sephiroth's version of it. Like, you know, Leo gave me the most simple answer of, like, you should play Sephiroth, but just can't more. And it's like, all right, like, maybe I'll just try something else at this point, because, like... Well, that's what always... Yeah, that's what always kind of off-put me with you playing Sephiroth. I was like, okay, well, I think Gavin's playing Sephiroth because he really likes the character aesthetically, right? Yeah. But when I think about Sephiroth gameplay-wise, it's not a high APM character. It's actually slower APM, which is... I wouldn't say easier to play, but it, it just makes it harder in a sense where you have to play so slow because things are so committal, because things have so much lag. And I think the thing you had the most fun with was the orbs, the side B. Yeah. Uh, and that move just sucks. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to sugarcoat it. Like, there are scenarios where it's pretty good. But at top level of play, you usually get a ledge trap from it. And guess what? Sephiroth's ledge trapping is not that great. There's not a lot of proactive threats that you can throw out. And proactive threats are very important when you're ledge trapping. And if you don't have proactive threats, then it's like, well, it kind of just... I'm is sorry. My... <laughs> I, I, started talking, I started talking yeah, shit about Sephiroth, he, and he just started glitching out. You just turned into missing, though, for a second. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm becoming a robot in real life. Sephiroth was not that technical, so I, I always wondered what your draw to the character was. And I think the draw to you was trying to make a character – well, one, aesthetically, I mean, just yeah. Sephiroth looks really fucking cool. And then trying to make a character work that doesn't have these, like, blaring strengths or whatnot. And then you there was, like, these handful of tools that you really liked, like Shadow Flare. And I remember even, like, way months back, I was like, yeah, honestly, I think you'd be a better Sephiroth if you just spam back here. Like, I know that's what Ken usually does, but I honestly think that's that when you look at the character's movesets, that's really his best move by far, or like at least one of his best moves, where it's like the safest. It feels like the move that you can kind of like mash out, be proactive with, and stuff like that. But I know you're more of a side B kind of guy, but then Steve can roll in on you to get hit by side B and kill you or deal. 70 if you have good sdi or whatever right so it's it's, it's, it's so hard it's not like he's terrible either right like yeah yeah and, the, and and he has a lot of value against certain characters but it's just like 
I'm just kind of down to try something new. Just, you know, regardless if it's if it's about like better or worse case or like better or worse outcomes, it's more so about like just having fun. So a lot of people are asking like, you know, why I'm doing it. And there's really like no crazy complicated answer. It's more so just <laughs> about um, giving a character a shot that I always wanted to that I just never did. Like I never even played Mega Man seriously in Smash 4. So um yeah ultimate too right there's so many characters you can try and play so i think the fact that you and leo have very large character rosters and have been like that throughout the history of the game i think that's a really cool concept yeah for sure and it it shows that you guys understand smash to such a level that you guys have the largest successful character rosters to my knowledge i don't know like the actual statistics behind it but if i had to take a guess the two best players that have like won the most tournaments with like a wide Character, selection of characters i would assume would be leo and tweak so yeah the blessing and curse <laughs> definitely a blessing and curse yes it's, but, it's but like, not. after battle of bc i was kind of just like like i said with my conversation with mutes where it's like i'm just gonna like tap more into it rather than avoiding it like if i have a feeling that i want to do something i'm just gonna fucking do it <laughs> Yeah, worst like, case, you just get information, right? Yeah. like I think the thing you want to avoid is overthinking it and spending so much time overthinking it. And that, then not doing anything, yeah. And then not getting any information from it, yeah. right? So that, I think that's the worst case like, scenario. You know, I, 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 it has to come down to like being confident in like what I've been successful with and like not being afraid to like act on my like smash urges, I guess. Learn to follow that intuition that, that could only lead you to good things. Yeah. In my opinion, I guess, but I think yeah. sort of objectively. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for Crown. I mean, we can real quick, I'll just yeah. like for the audio listeners, I'll list off the uh, top 32 seeds. So this is looking like a crazy tournament. So from the top, we got Spargo, Tweak, MK Leo, Light, Shuton, Sonics, which is fantastic because we didn't get to see Sonics at Battle BC5, yes. but we got to see Sonics, who was able to take his first set online at Momocon. Um, so that'll be fun to watch. Uh, and then at seventh seed, we got T into Onin, Meister, Karama, Zamba, Apollo Kage, Ken, Gact, Cosmos, Jackal, Chase, Luis, Capitancito, Send, Base Mage, Chag, Ned, Dark Wizzy, Kronos, Quandale, Monty, Yanni, Stroder, Krieg, Ludo, and Atada. So very excited. So those are the top 32 seeds of yeah. Crown coming up this weekend. Be very fun adding some people to the mix that weren't at battle bc i think is the most exciting thing at yes. least for me and i'm sure for a lot of people like t and sonics for example is a uh really exciting to see like it kind of puts into perspective like oh how would they have done if they were at battle bc how are they going to do versus some of the people that did really well at battle bc um yeah yeah, and we'll see how long Spargo can keep this streak going because yeah. I think right now it's pretty undisputed. That he's Spargo not slowing is... down anytime soon, it looks like, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. He, he pretty convincingly, is... I would say, took Battle of BC5. So. Yes, this is his arc. This is, this is yes. the Spargo arc. We are, we are living in it. For for it. Sure. Very cool. <laughs> Did he have a Game 5 at Battle of BC? Not in Top 8. Jesus. Maybe outside of Top 8, but... Yeah. It, I don't think so, but maybe. I don't think so. Because <laughs> even Mutace, who has a who had a clean 3-0 record on Spargo, and most of the community thinks that uh, Cloud beats Peach, just in terms of just character versus character. Yeah. So, I mean, was able to get the first win on Mutace he's ever gotten in his career in Ultimate and did it in a 3-1 fashion. So. Yeah. 
Very. I feel like that was the breaking point for like, all right, I'm just I can just win this entire tournament entirely because, you know, Mudes was that big factor of like, you know, this right. is a, a tournament deciding set, like how the tournament's going to play out. So when you when you beat a bracket demon or something, it's like, all right, what's stopping you now? <laughs> yeah, same with uh, Mute versus Meister at Genesis, and Mute went yeah. on to get second at that tournament, which was like a crazy wild yeah. run. Tough so, matchup or tough set record, like if you get through that, like you know, what's stopping you from winning the whole thing? Yeah, the power up is real for sure, right? <laughs> Do you want to get right. into uh, Patreon content? Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to jump to recording our Patreon content, which is going to be how to deal with some of the frustrating aspects of Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Ultimate. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get into that. If you guys like the content, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and check out our Patreon. You want to take us out, Tweet? Have a good one. See you at Crown. Bye. Bye.